I want to welcome everybody to another In My Feels episode. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about balance. Again, I'm reading, you know, the Osho Book of Understanding or rereading the Osho Book of Understanding. Incredible book. Pretty much summarizes, you know, spirituality with religion, with technology, with government, with pretty much all in one book. It's an incredible read. But, you know, as we usually start collectively consciously, I really want us to take a moment to really dive in and, you know, thoughts, feelings, emotions, conditionings, belief systems, expectations, knowings, everything on the inside creates your outside exterior. So again, my question for everybody listening is how are you feeling right now in this moment? And re- really dive in on your emotions. Really ask yourself how you're feeling. Ask someone else how you how they're feeling. You know, not blanket, you know, I'm good. Like, you know, today I'm feeling this or I'm feeling that. And I, you know, emotions, uh, you know, they're always moving. They're in motion. So um, really dive in on that. And how am I feeling? Um, it's been a little stressful week. I'm not going to lie. A lot to think about. I think I'm starting going to start meditating again because I guess the outside world is starting to affect me internally, especially with everything going on. And, and again, you know, if, if I think we need to open up our collective consciousness to allow for debate, allow for conversations of, of everything. And I feel like we've been so consumed with the kind of outside world and COVID and restrictions and mandates and everything else starting to make me unhappy. And I know that I'm aware of my feelings and, and I can pinpoint why that's happening. And I know what I have to do. I just have to get into the habit of changing it. And it can take a little while for you to get into that habit and really kind of, you know, I guess step into that awareness and, and to enable yourself to step out of the mental health aspect and understand that you can help yourself. And that's what I'm doing now. I think I'm going to start the... um Deepak Chopra 30-day meditation, abundance meditation. Just because the last time I did it, it made me feel really good and really appreciative and of what I have and everything else. And I think I'm too future-focused. I'm not past, past focus is, is done. Past doesn't affect me. It's the future that is starting to slowly affect me because I see, I'm aware of the collective consciousness and I'm aware of how people are feeling because I can see the conditionings of the world and how we are all to, to blame for that. Or we are all part of that collective consciousness and I see the evidence a bit. So yeah, that's how, that's how I'm feeling. So again, you know, I'm going to read a couple of quotes from the book because I think it kind of resonates with where I am at. I'm starting to feel a little unbalanced within myself and I kind of want to rein it back in to my awareness and to my collective consciousness. So Osho says, balance is not something that can be cultivated. Balance is something that comes out of experiencing all the dimensions of life. And that, that really resonated with me because... When I try and create a balance in my life, it makes me unhappy because you cannot, it's not something that can be created or cultivated, as, as Osho says. It's something that just is. And when you allow yourself to be balanced, when you allow things to just be as they are, because you are the person that's creating it, whether it's, you know, you and someone else or, or whatever, there's all the influences and all the manifestations of your collective consciousness and the people around you and everything else and the whole world we are, we have to be accountable for that. So now I'm coming to a point in my life where I am allowing things to be because I am the creator of them. We all are. Osho further goes on to say, you know, don't create any split in your life. Don't condemn anything of the body. Live it, not unwillingly, live it totally, intensely. Powerful, powerful. And that says to me, even like, let's talk about diet and food. When you 
eat something when you you inside you're like oh you know I shouldn't have eaten that like a uh, you know on when was it Fr- sun- Sunday I had like a some junk food and everything else but I, I enjoyed it it made me feel good I wasn't like but I have experienced times when I've eaten it and I felt like shit and I shouldn't have done that that is the split I'm talking about and that's the very mundane split or it's even like a career path should I do that should I go left or should I go right it's the pr- procrastinating which is the unhealthy aspect of it if you're going to live it live it totally do it with no restrictions if you're going to eat that food do it enjoy it consume it you know what's good for you because by you procrastinating over it that's the unhealthy aspect and that's where this unbalance comes from same thing we could you know we can talk about financial situations or money you know that you want more money but you're not seeing it so there's a split within you and it's this procrastination split of how am i going to get that money where is it coming from all these type of things Instead of asking yourself why, and like I spoke previously on on episodes, is the intention. What is the intention? I would like money. For what? Because I would like to achieve this, 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 this. It's almost like you're cementing the manifestation. Not talking about how it's going to come. That's the irrelevant part. How will show up if you allow it to. Again, balance shows up if you let go. Not if you fight for balance or, or try and achieve balance it's the opposite it's the counter uh, intuitive part of it the chapter that one is incredible Fayosha. i love it i love it he says you know when your mind when your heart when your being is pulled in two directions simultaneously you are creating hell when you are total one on organic unity in that very organic unity the flowers of heaven start blossoming in you again it sounds like some spiritualness but it's actually quite practical when you are operating at a full 100% level, I'm talking about mind, body, spirit, soul, whatever you want to call it. Practically, you know, I don't use those terminologies for myself. I don't say, oh, you know, lead with my heart and all that type of stuff. I just lead with the way I feel. I don't separate any of them as as uh, separate entities. They, I'm one. You know, that that is it. We're all one. So now I'm trying to condition myself to, when I do something, when I'm doing this podcast, I'm doing it totally. I'm not thinking about the bills I have to pay or the gardener that's in my garden right now who are re- remodeling my garden. What am I going to do for my next podcast or which deal I have to make? How much money do I need to survive for this year? You know, cryptos up, down, left, right, all this type of stuff. I'm not thinking about that right now. I'm being totally in the moment and being present with what I'm saying, with what I'm experiencing and what I'm allowing. We make that mistake of everything we do. How, how do we do it totally? And this is what I'm saying. We create this imbalance because we, we don't go into actions at 100%. Our mind is somewhere else and our body's doing something else, which creates the conflict, which makes you unbalanced. And that's where the health implications come. That's where the conflict within the bodies come. And Osha further says, you know, if you only listen to the body, you condemn yourself to a meaningless existence. And if you don't listen to the body, you suffer. You are hungry. You are poor. You are thirsty. If you listen only to consciousness, your growth will be lopsided. Your consciousness will grow, but your body will shrink and the balance will be lost. And in the balance is your health. In the balance is your wholeness. In the balance is your joy, your song, your dance. Incredible. Because you know what? This resonates with me because I can see when quote unquote spiritual people get too into spiritualism, which which is a consciousness, which is a mental state, and they forget about the bodily aspect of it. And then they start questioning everything. Why am I not doing it? It's not very spiritual. See, when you create these divides in what you should or what you shouldn't be, instead of just being, 
a lot of people would say, you know, I'm pretty spiritual, but I'm not, I'm actually, I'm pretty practical. I understand my awareness and I put it into practicality because I have to understand that. I'm not from a, you know, a religious background or a spiritual background. Everything for me is my own conditionings. Now I have to condition myself, recondition myself, uncondition everything I've ever been taught and come to a new slate clean for every situation. It's like when you go and exp- when you've had a great time out or you've great time with friends and then you try and recreate that same feeling, what happens? It doesn't work. It's not the same. Instead of approaching that new experience as a new experience, instead of doing the same thing, it's like when you go into work, when you went into work yesterday and you had a great day at work and you try and emulate it today, probably won't be the same because you're basing it off previous experiences instead of a new experience, which it technically, practically, it is a new experience. It factually, it cannot be any other way. Me leaving my house every day is a new experience because it's a new day. It's a new time. It's right now. And I think that's what we forget. That's what we forget with everything. If we can approach everything in life with that kind of conditioning, our lives would be absolute bliss. Heaven on earth, heaven inside yourself. But we have to break the mold of the habit. He further goes on to say, you know, don't avoid the extremes and don't choose any one extreme. Remain available to both polarities. That is the art, the secret of balancing. Yes, sometimes be utterly happy and sometimes be utterly sad. Both have their own beauties. And when I talk about balance and everything, and especially this resonates really, really deeply with me, is sometimes, you know, when I used to be, well, I mean, you know, the elements of it are creeping back. When I used to be unhappy and depressed and anxious and all these type of things, when I felt happy or when happiness was there, it didn't feel right to me. If I felt guilty about feeling happy which then got rid of the happiness straight away. And I was back to feeling unhappy, but that made me feel comfortable. And we have become conditioned to be comfortable in unhappiness, which is the most insane thing to me. So insane. We have to get rid of that notion because we have to make ourselves, we have to enable ourselves through experience and through allowing balance to come to you by letting things flow through you. And that's what he says. Well, you know, don't avoid the extremes and don't choose any one extreme. If you're sad, be sad. Don't apologize for it. Be open about it. I was sad the other day to my my wife. We spoke about it, we spoke about it, we spoke about it, and it went away. And today I feel much better, much better, because I'm allowing it to flow through me. I'm not restricting it. I'm not holding it in myself, which then physically manifests to something that you don't want. And if you're happy, be utterly happy. Laugh, sing, dance with no restrictions. Don't restrict yourself in happiness because we do it too. Oh, you know, maybe I shouldn't dance. Someone's watching. Fuck that. Enjoy it. Enjoy yourself. And this resonates with what I was saying because Osho goes on to say the mind is a chooser. That's why the problem arises. Remain choiceless. Whatever happens and wherever you are, right or left, in the middle or not in the middle, enjoy the moment in its totality. While happy, dance, sing, play music, be happy. And when sadness comes, which is bound to come, which has to come, which is inevitable, you cannot avoid it. If you try to avoid it, you will destroy the very possibility of happiness. The day cannot exist without the night and the summer cannot exist without the winter. Life cannot be without death. Beautiful. See, old me or or previous me would have been this was this very scary statement because of the death, death element. But it's right. The polarity has to exist for you to experience it. That's where the balance comes in. Life and death. Same thing. Exact same thing, but it's a perfect balance. 
The day cannot exist without the night. You wouldn't know what day is without the night. You wouldn't know what night is without the day. You wouldn't know what sadness is because you've been happy. You wouldn't know what happiness is because you've been sad. These are very, very natural emotions. It's just we don't allow ourselves to fully experience them. And we don't allow ourselves to be balanced in them. And that's what the balance is. And he further goes on to you to say, when sadness comes, you know it will pass. And when happiness comes, you know that will pass too. Nothing remains. Everything passes by. The only thing that always abides is your witnessing. That witnessing brings balance. That witnessing is balance. And what he means by witnessing is watching, being aware of what's going on with you, being aware what's flowing through you, but witnessing it, not getting in the way of it. If you're sad, be sad. Witness it. I'm sad. I understand that I'm sad. I know what I have to do to not be sad. I have to allow this to flow through me. I have to express it. I have to speak about it. I have to emote it. I have to love it. I have to allow it to flow through me. And he says that witnessing is, brings balance. That witnessing is balance. You see, when we strive for balance, oh, I'm trying to balance life, work, love, money, careers, prospects, all these type of things, what happens? Unhappiness. When we allow that balance to naturally align because we are starting to align within ourselves, that brings the opposite, which is happiness, is awareness. And this was another one that I loved, which was, was so practical, kind of resonates so deep. Express yourself in as many ways as possible without fear. There is nothing to fear. There is nobody who is going to punish you or reward you. If you express your being in its truest form, in its natural flow, you will be rewarded immediately. Not tomorrow, but today, here and now. What he's talking about, is, which I talk about, is manifestation. When you manifest in the now, it happens now. But you have to align yourself to allow things to happen now which is the balance aspect. If you express your being in its truest form, which I always say, be honest and true within yourself, in its natural flow, you will be rewarded immediately, not tomorrow, but today, here and now. And it doesn't mean physical rewards. It can mean physical rewards, but it's, it's internal rewards. It's the way you feel about yourself. It's the evolutionary growth. It's the spiritual growth. It's the practical growth. It's the human growth. It's the consciousness growth, which is such a beautiful thing. When we evolve and grow within ourselves, we blossom, we bloom, we enable ourselves to allow the balance. Now, if you feel like your life is, is super unbalanced, my life feels a little unbalanced right now, but I know what I have to do, which is everything I've just spoken about on this podcast. You have to allow balance to come to you. You have to not fight with what is because you are the creator of it. If there's something shit in your life, you create it. And I know it sounds harsh to say, but I'm reminding, reminding myself that everything in my life now that I'm unhappy about, I'm creating. And it's a spiral if I allow it to continue. And, you know, you attract what you fear. Just as you attract everything the way you feel. So we have to step out of everything we think we are supposed to have. Everything that we are supposed to react to a way we feel. I guess it's kind of conditionings from when we're younger too. You know, when you're sad, your parents would be like, don't be sad. There's no reason to be sad. But that's the way I feel. I feel sad. How can I not be sad? I'm aware of my sadness. I'm expressing my anxiety. I'm expressing my mental health. I'm expressing it. I'm allowing it to flow through me and I'm witnessing it. Yes, it's me, but I'm watching it and I'm letting it go. And I think that allows us to be more balanced within ourselves. And it becomes a natural progression, not a forced progression, a natural progression. And I think that's the key to allowing balance to come to you. 
And I'm going to leave you one, one last statement because I think this is, a, this is a great one too. The materialist has chosen to listen to the body and has become completely deaf as far as the reality of consciousness is concerned. The ultimate result is great science, great technology, an affluent society, a richness of things that are mundane, worldly, and amidst all this abundance, there is a poor human being without his soul, completely lost, not knowing who he is, not knowing why he is, feeling almost like an accident or a freak of nature, unless consciousness grows along with the richness of the material world, the body becomes too heavy and the soul becomes too weak. You are burdened by your own inventions, your own discoveries, rather than creating a beautiful life for you. They create a life that is felt by intelligent people to be not worth living. Madness, absolutely mad. But I resonate with it so deeply because we allow physical things to affect us emotionally. We allow outside reality to affect our inside reality. But we are creating the outside reality. So we have all this material things. And, and, and it's, it's, it's true because I know some of the most wealthiest people in the world, some of the most successful people in the world, but inside they feel empty because they have the physical results, but they don't have the emotional, the internal results for themselves. They don't feel fulfilled. And that's what I'm talking about with this balance. They don't allow themselves to express, to be aware of their emotions, to know how powerful they are because they're creating this whole existence, but how empty they feel. And then it says, you know, amongst all this abundance, there is a poor human without a soul, completely lost, not knowing who he is, not knowing why he is, feeling almost like an accident or a freak of nature. I felt those things. I probably still feel those things. I probably felt those the other day. I'm allowing those feelings to flow through me, not consume me. And I think that's the accountability factor of you should be accountable for the way you feel. Yes, I know circumstances. Yes, I know, you know, you, you lose a loved one. and But that's what I'm saying. When there's, as I've spoken before, grief is a natural emotion. Allow yourself to grieve. But it's the fear element of it, of you never seeing that person again when you will. You absolutely will. I promise you, you will. If you allow yourself to. And even if it's not in this physical form, in non-physical form, you will. But it's okay. Fear is a natural emotion too. I'm saying it's okay to be okay with yourself. It's okay not to be okay. But allow yourself to have those things. I think I'm going to end it there. I'll let you know. I'm, I'm into this totally. I'm, I'm aware of it. I'm aware of myself. I'm aware of the balance that, I sh uh, that I'm allowing to come to me. And I'm trying to let go. As I've said before on a previous podcast, it was being the bamboo on a river floating. That is balance. I mean, scientifically, factually, that is balance anyway. But if we can allow ourselves when life comes, we're, you know, with a bamboo on the water, there might be a little wave. But what does the bamboo do? It goes with the flow. And that's what we need to do. And as always, you know, I appreciate everybody listening. We're growing. We're really growing. I can feel the collective consciousness growing. I'm getting great feedback. I want to hear more. You know, I know Spotify does a five star review on Spotify. Just a quick click on the phone. I know uh, Apple Music leaves reviews. I'd love to hear more reviews. And I really I'm going to start inviting more guests on you know, listeners and everything else. And we can talk about our collective consciousness, all of the things that we feel. And I just want it to be a safe space for everybody.